Time for TM Views, our weekly editorial segment. And this week, we are pleased to have joining us from Korea University Law School, Professor Kim Gi-chang on the line. Hello. Hi. Hi. Good morning, Henry. Good morning to you, Professor Kim. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, Professor Kim. Uh, We want to get an update on what's been going on, some dramatic developments in this uh, uh, journey and drive to reform the prosecution Controversial, uh, supposedly violent incident occurring. It's become a he said, she said type of situation. Uh, a prosecutor surnamed Chung uh, was doing a, uh, a, siege, uh, a search and seizure uh, warrant on Han Dong-hun, this controversial uh, prosecutor who was alleged in this uh, common Yuchak or media collusion scandal with uh, Channel A. And uh, there was this altercation that allegedly occurred where Han was um, accused of trying to maybe alter or delete some of the contents of his phone uh, with the USIM card being part of this. And uh, it led to this incident that occurred that uh, resulted in the hospitalization of um, Chung. Han says he was uh, unprovokedly attacked. Uh, What do you make of this entire situation? Disappointing to say the least. Okay. It's, it sounds like a bar brawl, and it's definitely not um, up to the standard we would expect from the high-ranking law enforcement um, agencies members, uh, elite members. Um, well, the first thing that comes to my mind is that um, Prosecutor Chung was in the course of enforcing a search and seizure warrant. Right. Uh, and uh, Prosecutor Han was subject to that legitimate uh, uh, law enforcement activity. In that case, no matter what happens, I think Mr. Han should have complied with polite request <laughs> from Mr. Jung. Yeah. If Mr. Jung asked, could you put down the phone? Then that's it. I think no matter what Mr. Han might have had in his mind, as Mr. Jung is exercising this warrant, you have to comply. Otherwise, you know, if, if the thing develops into bar brawl type of physical fight, I think the person who has the warrant under his belt must win. I mean, that's, that's pretty clear uh, to my mind. Otherwise, we would have this endless situations of people resisting and fighting uh, the lawful search and seizure warrant uh, enforcement. That would be the end of law enforcement. Yeah, I I made the comparison that uh, if, let's say, in the U.S., the FBI came and had a search warrant issued against you and you were deemed to be not complying and maybe even trying to delete some contents, you might be in much more serious trouble uh, in terms of violence because all of those FBI agents are, yeah. are armed to the teeth. And so it's not a situation you necessarily want to risk. What do you make of the media coverage of this? Because uh, they've been talking about how this was an unprovoked violent attack. Um, the prosecutor Chung, uh, as a somewhat elderly person, but make him out to be sort of like this Bruce Lee kind of martial arts figure kind of racing across the desk and attacking um, yeah. Han. And, and the way it pointed out, it seemed like the reporters were taking more of the leaks from the Han Dong-un side in, in, in reporting the story initially, right? Yeah, it's, it, it, sound, it seems to me as, as a typical example of yellow journalism. They are kind of uh, engrossed in these uh, non-essential 
details, uh, spurious details, and talking about these nitty-gritty details, uh, thereby burying the truly important topic, which is the credibility of prosecution service as a whole has really sank and dropped to a dangerous point. Uh, this whole, all, the whole story started from a serious allegation, fairly well substantiated, and the court already issued arrest warrant uh, against the reporter, and who that reporter is now alleged to have kind of conspired with or assisted by Prosecutor Han. So the whole story started from this very serious allegation, very damaging and undermining the credibility and respectability of prosecution service. And the media is completely oblivious of this very, very important topic. What they do instead, they talk about who, who fights, you know, who kicked what. Yeah. This is very, very disappointing uh, media attitude. How important is this USIM card? I, I know that the reporting has come out about how uh, if you confiscate this, the warrant uh, that the type has to be kind of almost to a terrorist level type of suspect. And then if you try to access the contents of the USIM card using another phone that's equivalent to wiretapping or eavesdropping, are these all relevant to this case as well? I think it's utterly irrelevant and totally not warranted to, 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 to be discussed by the media um, because media is second-guessing why and whether the search warrant against this USIM card is valid or justified or has probable cause. That is completely ridiculous because the court has already issued a, uh, a seizure, search and seizure right. warrant against the USIM. And in, in the prosecutor's application for the warrant and the judge's decision to issue the warrant, the, there must have been reasons which have been considered by the judge, and they have the reasons to allow the search and seizure of that card. Now, the news reporters are second-guessing and providing totally unsubstantiated stories probably leaked by one side uh, about whether the using warrant was valid or what. I mean, if it's not valid, then Mr. Han should appeal against the, the warrant. Right. And so in, in terms of what the judge decided is he felt that there was probable cause or at least sufficient uh, circumstantial evidence to say that, yes, the prosecutors have to get uh, access to this using card, uh, indicating that, uh, again, with the question of probable cause, that uh, Han Dong-un is not necessarily put in a favorable light, at least in that judge's eyes, who approved the uh, seize, uh, search and seizure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean, <laughs> From whatever angle you see this story, uh, Mr. Han's behavior is, in my view, a clear violation of law enforcement and physical obstruction of law enforcement. If he feels unjust, uh, if he feels that he is roughly treated, he can fight in various forums of law, and he knows better than most people right. how to challenge uh, if he thinks that this search warrant was unfairly or unjustly or unlawfully exercised. He should know better than others how to challenge those uh, allegedly unlawful exercise of law enforcement powers. But instead, what he did was 
physically resist. That is yeah. surprising. That is shocking. No one should expect that kind of behavior from <laughs> public prosecutor. And that just goes to show how badly in need of reform the prosecution service is at the moment. And you've also pointed out how uh, the media also needs to be reformed, especially the, the media who are on the prosecution beat and how they're covering these stories. However, one aspect uh, that uh, the media is certainly uh, probably not happy about, and uh, this is, goes back to an earlier issue, but we weren't able to talk to you uh, last week in regards to this. The, the prosecution had this uh, independent committee that advised that uh, the uh, the media collusion scandal uh, should only focus uh, on terms of prosecution against the Channel A reporter Lee Dong-jae. But as mm. far as the question with Han Dong-hun, that they are advising he not be indicted uh, for this. Uh, now, of course, the Seoul High Prosecutor's Office says that that, that uh, recommendation is regrettable mm. and that, that they want to pursue this case. W- what do you make of that situation? And does that hamper the prosecution's uh, cause in any way? Um, well, I think one needs to put that, that committee, that, uh, that scrutiny committee, uh, in perspective. It is, uh, some sort of, um, um, a voluntary committee, which is set up by the head of prosecution service. It has no statutory, uh, background or backing, but it's a purely voluntary kind of ad hoc committee which is set up by the decision of uh, the head of prosecution service, Mr. Yoon. Now, this whole affair about news reporter E and prosecutor Han, there is very strong suspicion that the prosecutor uh, head Yoon sung is also very closely involved. Right. So Yoon sung should not have kind of interfered with the investigation of reporter Lee and prosecutor Han in the first place. And actually, ultimately, that's what the Justice Minister Chu ordered Mr. Yun to back off because of the potential conflict of interest. Yun sung is trying to, you know, interfere and try to cover up. Um, so, but this this committee, scrutiny committee, was decided by Mr. Yoon before Min- Minister Chu kind of forced Yoon sung to back off. So obviously, uh, it is very questionable what the, the recommendation yeah. of this committee uh, is worth. Um, I think at best, it just represents Mr. Yoon's kind of uh, secret wish. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it's it, a very serious problem which Mr. Yoon Sung-yeol has at the moment, namely his closest aide is deeply involved in very serious allegations and Mr. Yoon Sung-yeol is also accused or suspected of being very closely involved. And uh, Yu Shimin, who is the victim in this case, the, the prominent uh, uh, broadcast personality, uh, he also, in an interview last week, did say he believes that uh, Yun Sung-yeol is uh, directly involved in 
this scandal. Uh, th- that leads us to this question of what uh, occurred yesterday. There was the inauguration or the uh, appointment ceremony for new prosecutors. Uh, both Justice Minister Chu as well as uh, Yoon sung uh, gave uh, addresses. And uh, pr- uh, Justice Minister Chu, I think, uh, gave what was expected about the continuous uh, determination to reform the prosecution. But Yoon sung for the very first time, kind of addressed what's been going on. And he kind of said, you know, let's, let's prevent dictatorships and we need to uh, uh, prosecute and investigate corruption among high-ranking officials, no matter what the consequences are. Some of the critics were saying maybe that also involves maybe the mother-in-law of the prosecutor general who are <laughs> alleged to be involved. Do you think that this kind of indicates that Yoon Sang-yeal is determined now to to fight this through and and will be in in no ways uh, backing down? I suppose he is not going to resign. There is no no reason to expect him to to make the decision to resign. He believes what he believes, and uh, it all depends on how other people would assess Mr. Yoon's uh, statement or Mr. Yoon's behavior. So the 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 whole event will continue for the aim of achieving prosecutorial reform. I think the most important uh, direction or the overriding aim is to remove the investigating power from prosecution service. And I think investigation of crime should be dealt with by police force. And I'm sure once police force is provided with this proper authority to investigate, high quality you know, people will go to police office to mm-hmm. go to the police and work there. And prosecution service should now be turned into a, a, a genuinely uh, prosecuting service right. rather than rather than monopolizing the investigating power and prosecuting power and also monopolizing the the power to decide whether to apply for warrants right yeah arrest warrants or search warrants so we need to we need to reform prosecution service and remove unnecessary powers from prosecution service Really uh, highlighting that uh, still a, a very long road to go to really achieve this uh, dream or goal of uh, complete prosecutorial reform. Professor Kim Ki-chang, as always, a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you.